Imagine. To form mental images of things not present in the senses. Use the imagination. To think, believe, or fancy. <sighs> hey folks, it's KJ Bell. It's another way. Episode 26, I think? I don't know. I think that's about where we are. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to let go of my perfectionist tendencies because the notes I have for this podcast are not what I wanted. I wanted to do another run through or two, but I don't like, honestly, like, is it really going to be that much better if I do that? Is it? No, I'm really asking, is it? <laughs> it probably will be. Um, it could be, but but I'm trying. Okay, back up. So I'm trying to practice what I preach in the sense of producing a lot. And so I've been trying to write episodes ahead of the podcast. And I've got that, but sometimes, you know, sometimes it just doesn't work. And the way that I want it to... And for, like for a while there, I had six episodes almost ready to go. And I was like, just wh which one am I going to do? And it was very exciting. Hang on. Okay. I had to turn the air off. I forgot to turn the air off. And see, and I really want to cut that out and go back over and restart this whole thing. But I, like I said, I'm trying to get over my perfectionist tendencies. And I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to do that. And now I'm unloading on you on the podcast. But, uh, you know. Um... So for a while there, I just had I just had so many episodes like that were ready, and then um, I recorded all of those, and it, <laughs> and I've got I have one episode like last week I had an episode that was pretty it was it was pretty good it was pretty ready to go, um, then I have this episode that's that that I've been toying with forever, and then I have another episode that has three bullet points, and then the next three say pending pending pending. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't like it, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to actually do the production and actually stick to my guns and actually put out an episode. So who knows how good this is going to be? Um, I'm sorry. I'm apologizing before things happen. It's just, it's a little... It's a little, it's a little, um, yeah. I'm in a dip. I'm in a dip, okay? It's my every, my bi-monthly dip into the depression pool. And I'm not going to talk about it much more because it's almost over. And um, I am thinking of posting a YouTube video about it, but I don't know if I want to do that. This is this is the thing is I'm trying to be more honest lately and I'm I'm actually doing a, a thing on the Instagram that is 30 days of honesty and uh so I'm I'm being honest. I don't know how this is going to go. So let's talk about imagining now, shall we? Let's imagine we're going to have a good time. <laughs> oh, boy. Um and now there's a cat in my lap while I'm recording the podcast, but that's okay. Sometimes you need that. So when I was a kid, I, I kind of I kind of survived on my imagination. You know, I was I was I was an only child until I was 
that's almost seven and a half. And so that's long enough to remember what being an only child feels like. And we lived, it wasn't out in the country, but it was, it was out in the county. It was about a mile out of town and, and we lived on almost two acres of land and we had this giant backyard and I just, I needed to have an imagination, <laughs> you know, and um, this was, I, I'm right on the cusp of a lot of things. I'm, I'm at the age where I'm right on the cusp of a lot. Um, Cause like when we were in middle school, nobody had cell phones. <laughs> I did, but that's because I was a spoiled grandchild, and there was one time that my mother was late picking me up somewhere, and my grandfather got me a cell phone so that I could call him if that ever happened again. Um, but, like, video games were sort of a thing, but not really. Like, they weren't... You didn't hear about problems, like, of, of kids never going outside because of video games uh, when I was, like, five. I think I, I think I got a Super Nintendo when I was, maybe when I was five, but I didn't, like, I still went outside. I loved outside. But in order to do that, I needed to sort of have that imagination, and I just made up a bunch of games, and it's what made me a, a storyteller and a writer, I think. And it's one of those things where I don't know what came first. You know, did my imagination come first, or did the necessity for an imagination come first? I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that is. I'm sure there's somebody out there researching it. But, um, you know, I think as we grow up, we're kind of discouraged from using our imaginations in the same way. It becomes childish to do so. And um, the only time that it's really encouraged is when we're asked to, like, problem solve in, in our jobs and things. And even then, we're often given, like, extreme constraints that don't really allow us to be as imaginative as we can be. And some of that is, is inherent in, like, sometimes you're actually given rules of, you, it, you, we need to do this, but it can't be this, 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 or this. But I think more often than not, it's, it's sort of a cultural phenomenon where we're like, I can't say, I can't say that, that's really wild and stupid and people are going to think I'm dumb. And, you know, I don't think we realize how good daydreaming and just making stuff up can be to sort of exercise our minds and allow us to problem solve better. And, and you know, it, can, it also can kind of give us that sort of mental silence that I talked about a couple of episodes ago. But I think that, you know, I think daydreaming gets a bad rap. And daydreaming, I think, is just like the adult version of imagining where you know we're like stop daydreaming you show she's such a daydreamer it's like well why 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 not <laughs> i think that we should practice using our imaginations more i think we should daydream more and i think the key is to sort of start with your own life you know what would happen if i were to do this and i'm not like you have to be careful because that can easily fall into the trap of Oh, what if I had done this 10 years ago? What if I had gone to this school in that different part of the country? And that's a very, very dangerous road to go down. I'm talking more of like, what would happen if I just walked out the door and just drove? Like that sort of thing. And, you know, that's, that's sort of a realistic version. You could also think of like, okay, so here's what I do. 
I have a sort of kind of recurring characters in my head that I imagine what I would do in those situations. I'm still playing the game. I'm still playing games that I made up when I was a child, basically. So I have, I have, there are a couple of like, if I were this superhero with these powers, this is the situation, blah, blah, blah. And um, I also think about like, what if I were in the Harry Potter universe? That's a, that's a good one. Um, you know, just silly things like that. And sometimes I, this is the stuff I think of to help me get to sleep because it turns the brain off and just allows me to focus on this, on this fantasy realm. Another, another one that I really love is I think about what it would be like if I could stop time. That's a really big one. Even just to sleep. I, I will sometimes, like I said, I use this to help me get to sleep if I'm, if I'm having a hard time. And sometimes I'll just like, I'll just think about what would happen if I could, like what the next day would go like if I had a device that could just pause time. It's so funny, but it, it's, it's, it's interesting. And it leads me to interesting places because, because I picture myself in these different situations. You know, I think because I do so much of that, it's really easy for me to picture myself in somebody else's shoes. And so it's a good tool for empathy, I guess. That's just, that just came off the top of my head. Um, so, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be like realistic. That's kind of the point of this whole thing. You know, what I think, think about what little kids draw, like really little kids. They're drawing like, they, they give you a drawing of the family. And there, and there's, okay, they give you, let's say you have a little kid that gives you a drawing of you and you've got like five legs and your hair is purple. That's crazy and I love it. And that's the sort of thing that imagination is for. It's part of the reason I like kids as much as I do, especially the younger ones, because they just, the things that they say, because they haven't learned not to yet, you know? And we kind of learn not to. That's what I was talking about with the, we get discouraged as we grow up, you know? We hand somebody that picture with their hair being purple and having five legs, and they go, oh, sweetie, you know, my hair's not purple. And I don't think it affects us the first couple of times we hear it, but it just gets you wear it wears you down and down and down. Um Yeah. So we just, I think we just need to let it go. Just let the next time you're asked to come up with, to like solve a problem, go insane with it. Okay? Like go with the idea that you think is stupid and just follow it for a little while and see where it leads you because sometimes it's the right idea or sometimes the right idea will sometimes the sometimes hyperbole will lead you to the right idea I guess is a way to say that you know just let let your inner child go you know that part of you that used to draw whatever the heck you wanted with the crayons just let it go. And again, you know, this is a spot for your morning pages or your writing practice where you just let, just let that, just, just let it take over. Okay. Just let it go. Another way that you could, that you could, um, play with this. And here it comes writing down the bones. <laughs> 
There's a chapter in there where Natalie Goldberg says that she had, she was meeting a friend and she sat down at the table with the friend and she and the friend said, "Tell me the best piece of gossip you've heard this week, and if you haven't heard any, make some up." Yeah, I love it. I love it. I think that you know what I think gossip is now that I'm waxing poetic on this. I think that gossip is kind of our attempt to do that sort of creation. I think it's the reason that we like to gossip so much because we do, we stop using our imaginations. So we like to gossip because we imagine what's going on in somebody else's life. I think that's true. Because, you know, I've, I've talked about this, and this is part of the reason that I'm doing that whole 30 Days of Honesty thing. There was a, there was a time a few years ago when I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really writing. I was doing music, but I wasn't like creating music and I wasn't feeling creatively stimulated enough and I was lying about things. And this was, this was totally, it wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm not writing. I'm going to start lying. I was just doing it. And I was making up stupid little lies about, about things that didn't matter. Like I would, um, I don't remember exactly what I an example right now but like a friend would say do you want to go out and I'd be like no I have to do this thing and I would make up something that wasn't even remotely true <clears throat> about and or like or I would say no I'm gonna be late because of this and this and this and this and then I would make myself late and it was nobody was getting hurt you know it was I never really lied about big things it was just little stupid things that didn't matter because I wasn't creating. I think the same sort of thing happens with gossip. I think we stop using our imaginations, so we find that outlet for that in gossip. I think that's true. But, you know, making stuff up is the way that you get sort of any creative endeavor going. You know, that's, that's the entire purpose of storytelling. You know... Um, one of Craig Ferguson's comedy specials, he was talking about acting. And he was like, people talk about how hard acting is, and it's it's not hard. You just pretend things. It's like, what did you do today? Oh, we pretended things. And yes, like, I see both sides of it. I see, I see the whole, there's a method, and there's study, and there's blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you're just pretending things. And it's I think that things like writing are the same way, because... Yes, there's syntax and there's structure and there's there's a plot line and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you're just making stuff up. You know, I think that you start from that basic place and then the refining comes in the, the, the technique and the plot and all of that stuff. I think with any creative endeavor, like dancing, you're just, you're just moving. Basically, if you break everything down to the basic level, you're just moving. Music, you're just making noise. Painting, you're just putting paint on a thing. Drawing, you're just doing lines. It's it's the learning the technique and things that sort of helps you refine that idea. And honestly, there has to be a balance there. I think I think that we can really lose some of the magic of things. You know, I had I had this. I think I've talked about this before, but I had this this moment where I realized that I don't I don't really know how to listen to music anymore. Because I was watching the LA Phil during a rehearsal 
and they were playing this gorgeous Brahms piece. And Brahms is one of my favorite composers. I love Brahms. And I realized I wasn't paying attention. Like I wasn't listening. I was looking and I was like, oh my gosh, look at how precise all their bows are. And look at like the cello shifting. That's beautiful. And this conductor, I just love his technique. And I wasn't listening. And that's where we have to bring our inner child back into things. We have to kind of remember why we started doing the imagining, you know. I think that that really is is the key, you know. Before we start doing whatever we want to do, I think that we imagine it. You know, I, I imagined what playing the violin would be like before I even got one. And there was such a mystery and such a magic to it, you know. And we can forget that very easily, especially when something becomes our jobs. Um, I think we just have to get back to that little kid inside of us, you know, let that imagination go. And um, if we start with our own lives, you know, it's, it's, it's that whole thing, if we practice it, we strengthen the muscle. If we start from what would happen if I went out for breakfast and a meteor crashed into the restaurant, if we start from our own lives there, we can practice, and that can make us better problem solvers at work and better creative people in whatever we're doing, you know? Um, try to make up one new thing a day. I recently, I started doing this new thing where after I do my morning pages, I do my stickies. So I have a pad of sticky notes. Can you hear that? My neighbors are being very loud. Um, I have a pad of sticky notes and I got a blank sketchbook with pages. And every day I try to draw something because I always loved to draw. And I decided, you know, it was one of those things where I decided I wasn't good at it. And then I, so I started, I started drawing just random, just whatever I want to draw on a sticky note. And then I write a measure of music on a sticky note. Um, and I paste these in the book. And then I write a little story on a sticky note. I just make something up and I write a sticky note with it. Try something like that. You know, make something up. Make some little tiny thing up. Imagine something, you know. Use your imagination. I don't remember what that's from. SpongeBob, maybe? I don't remember. <laughs> so I, I guess I guess that's it. That wasn't horrid. <laughs> um shorter than I wanted it to be, but you know, that's that's what happens sometimes so yeah imagine something and here with the make something up every day like the thing i said with the sticky notes yeah like you like how i interrupted my own wrap-up um it doesn't you don't have to write it down just make something up in your head imagine something now something crazy It's okay to be an artist. It is okay to create. It is okay to be exactly as you are right now. It is okay. I'm okay. And you are okay. 